live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. everybody you are locked and loaded right here on lfa tv it's 5 p.m eastern standard time this is live from america and i am your ever so humble god fearing and god loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot broadcasting from the live free or die granite state producer eli is here with me as always and we are honored thankful and blessed to be able to do this job for you blessed that you guys give us your time your energy but what i really want to know right now is who is watching the show so if you're watching please let us know your name and where you're watching from sl Mees, how you doing good to see you 43 gators is in the building logan is watching tonight how you doing logan good to see you angie from pennsylvania thank you for watching tonight god bless you karen from massachusetts Troy from New Jersey. Thank you for joining in. Iva from Phoenix, Arizona. Tommy from Georgia. Lisa is in the house. How you doing, Lisa? Mendy is watching and Bobby Driver. Catalina from the great state of Georgia. Yes, the chat is flying, Rose. Thank you for joining in. James is watching. How you doing, James? Judy from Illinois. Rock and Rev is in the building, and one more. Let's give it to Kong. The great Kong is watching. Is it King Kong? There's only one king, baby, but you know what I'm saying. Thank you very much. Mendy, Mike from Texas, God bless you. Uh, Ermy from Pennsylvania. Can I get a birthday shout-out? says 12GG. Well, ain't no time like the present. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, 12GG. Happy birthday to you. And Amy from Lansing, Illinois. God bless you. So, oh, Clee Sully. Clee Sully with a $300 donation saying, thank you, LFA, for everything. Thank you, Clee, for everything. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your support. But more importantly, thank you for being part of our family every single day. Regardless of the uh, donations, each person is that valuable here to us here on LFA. And uh, let's keep growing and going to wherever God takes us next. One of the big problems to start out the show tonight that lefties or normies or independents have is why are the Republicans so hell bent on going after Hunter Biden? They want Joe so bad that they're going to go after a person who clearly has drug issues. They're going to exploit this, and they're going to go after his father. That's not me saying that. MSNBC is saying that. CBS is saying that. Joy Reid on her show, which is for literally mentally ill people. They were having a conversation yesterday about how this is a tactic of the right to go after Joe Biden by exploiting his son and the love that the father has for the son. I mean, this is, what, this is what they say. So I just want to remind you really quick, and I want to thank Clay Higgins. I want to remind the world, and I want to just, for those who maybe have never seen it, why we were focused so heavy on Hunter Biden. And it had nothing to do with any hatred for a father's love for a son. It had nothing to do with any hatred that we had for Hunter Biden for being a drug addict, a crackhead, or any other thing. It had everything to do with Joe Biden used his own son as a fall guy, 
and about 6,000 pseudonym names and a, an elected position of power to exploit everybody in America for his own financial gain. And I just want to, you know, send out a, uh, just a reminder to the people of the world why we did that. Go ahead and roll it. The only thing they had to sell in these shell businesses that they set up, the shells were empty. It's why they're called shells. There was nothing there. It was selling no, they, they, they had no product nor service to sell. So a reasonable man would presume that, and the corroborative evidence that we've observed, uh, from other sources, emails, telephone conversations, whistleblower testimony. The corroborative evidence seems to support the, the, the reasonable conclusion that they were selling access to Joe Biden. It's quite clear that, that Hunter Biden and, and, and the rest of the Biden crime family had nothing else to sell to these nation states other than access to Joe Biden, and why would they want access to Joe Biden? Because of his influence. So, I think I clarified for America why we were interested in Hunter Biden, because he sold access to his father, the big guy. And you Americans out there may have a compromised president in your White House. You should certainly be concerned. should certainly be concerned. The whole world should be, regardless of politics. But, you know, here's the problem, and I see this every day. And I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Most people have no idea what we report on every day. Most people that I run into on a day-to-day basis, you wouldn't believe, maybe you would, because you guys consume this information daily, but you wouldn't believe the amount of people that, are, that have no idea what I'm talking about. My wife's father has no idea what's going on at the southern border. He thinks that it is 100% secure and his own son-in-law does this for a living. She said, you mean to tell me the gunfire that Ben Berkwam experienced on the border was fake? You mean to tell me that the rape dens that we've uncovered, that my husband has uncovered, that those aren't real? Well, I don't know anything about that. I know you don't. So it's not that Americans are unwilling to remove Joe Biden. It's not that they're unwilling to get behind Donald Trump. It's they don't know any better. Forgive them, Lord. They know not what they do. This is why the force uh, force multipliers are so incredibly important. The ones out there that share religiously seven places and they do it every day and they do it twice a day throughout the show to keep the traffic flowing, that is what needs to happen times 10. But again, it's just that they don't know. And I'm sure you guys experience this because when we do show people, it actually does wake them up for the most part. And it makes some people sick to their stomach to believe or to know, wow, I didn't even know any of this stuff was going on. It is up to us. That's why the flow of information is so important. That's why Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google, and the, and the likes had to quell that. They had to stop that information in the 2020 election. They had to completely bring it to a complete stop. But it can't be stopped now. It can't be stopped. Can't stop, won't stop. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give you a, um, just really quick, all of you who are, who've been, you know, supportive of the show financially and, and, and emotionally, um, we are going to be making a lot of big changes here at LFA TV in the next coming months. One of those will be to really just increase the efficiency and the amount of information on our app, which you can get on your mobile device by going to your Google or Apple Play Store, downloading, leaving a five-star review, always taking us with you no matter what. We'll also be making very big changes to LFATV.us, the website. Again, it will be information that you can go to every day, stories, the top stories that some of us uh, report on where we got them uh, that information from. A few sources always being up on there, and uh, we're going to we're going to do this so that the flow of information, which I just spoke of, can be shared like that. And so we collect the information and we report it to you. But now we want to collect the information and we want to give it to you. 
In some cases, it's exclusive, and you know we can't give you the source that gave it to us. But for most, for in most cases, we're it's just we're gathering information from around the world and giving it to you in hour-long reports. So we want you to be able to have that information so you can share that with your friends, so that you can get this information to them. So they go, oh yeah, okay, now I understand. And when they get it from multiple sources, just like the Bible, then they can start verifying, oh yeah, that's really happening. And I can see that in my everyday life. So just know there are some changes coming. There are some upgrades coming. And we're actually moving out of the building that we're in and moving into a new building. Frankie and uh, Mike Crispy will be moving out of their buildings and moving into a new building the first of the year. Because in order to fight what's coming, you're going to need this company right here that you've built with your support to be a lot stronger, and that is what your donations are going towards. So just to always be completely upfront and transparent. Now, um, I want to say thank you to Gabor, uh, Gabor Nemeth, Sandra Rudebush, Joanne Watkins, Marva Hurst, and Randy Deloach. I want to thank you guys for your recent donations. We really, really do put this to good use, and we're here for the long haul. It's all about longevity with us. It's all about making sure that we can never, ever, ever let what happened to us in uh, 2019 and 2020, where all of a sudden we were just banned out of existence, that will never happen again. And the flow of information will never stop. Just know that. Let's go to the Lord. Jesus Calling. August 31st, the last day of the month, 2023. Many of you are focused on future things that you anxiously anticipate, but you will not actually reach. You know that to be true, just as I do. My promise is for things to face, uh, for things that you face in the present, and it is is and will be sufficient. So when you are feeling the strain of an uphill journey, tell yourself the truth. Stop lying to yourself. Quote, I have the strength for all things through Christ who empowers me. And there's no better place to go than Philippians 4.13 in the Bible. You're going to get some different variation of this throughout the different versions that you may read. I have the strength. I have the strength. For all things in Christ who empowers me, I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength in me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Now, when you say anything other than that, when you say I am lame, I am stupid, I am worthless, I am dumb, I am, you know, whatever, then what you're really doing is blaspheming. Because God told Moses his name was I am, and that should be echoed for generations. So you're really saying God is because you were made in his image. Think about that. We talked about that on Rise Up. Psalm 28, 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. And before you turn out the light tonight, count on me to provide strength. Just when you need it, for everything that touches your life. And I want you to remember, Donald Trump says he will be back in that White House, and when he gets back in there, it will happen very fast. Everything, even the crumbling of the deep state. So don't get ready. Be ready. Because spiritually and physically, you are going to be needed on some of these battlefields operating in some capacity for a long time to come. Thank you very much for the donations coming in on Rumble Rant. We appreciate you. Let's now go to the Lord. In Jesus' name, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power And the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Something that we started here on LFA back when it was called Here We Go. And we will never stop doing the Lord's Prayer. No matter what. Lift up those cups, baby. You ready? Let's have it. Let's go. Trump pleads not guilty in these bogus Georgia Rico case um, charges filed against him and levied against him. 
And not only did Donald Trump plead not guilty, but he also did exactly what we all as a family here and as a company predicted he would do and suggested that he should do. He will not show up for the arraignment in Georgia. His pleading guilty here is enough for him. It's enough for me too. God bless that man. Let's get into this. President Trump waived his arraignment and entered a not guilty plea to the 13 RICO and conspiracy felony counts related to his efforts to challenge the 2020 election in Georgia. Now, from a common sense uh, person with gray matter in between their ears, you will hear the word challenged the 2020 election. If you're talking to anybody and they say it like this, conspiracy felony counts related to his efforts to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia, if you hear that word overturn rather than the word challenged, you're clearly talking to an idiot. You're clearly talking to a mentally incompetent and mentally impotent person who clearly does not understand anything and laws in any, in any capacity. Quote, I have discussed the charges in the indictment and this waiver of appearance at arraignment with my attorney, Stephen H. Sadow, and I fully understand the nature of, offense, uh, of the offenses charged and my right to appear at arraignment, Trump said in a filing Thursday. At attorney for, uh, this is how CBS reported it, former President Trump has entered a not guilty plea to the 13 Georgia felony counts related to an alleged scheme to overturn the state's 2020 presidential election results. How do you like that? That's CBS. That's how you know that's fake news. Innocent until proven guilty, in a court of law. Hard to even really put any faith in that these days. As evidenced by my signature below, I do hereby waive formal arraignment and enter my plea of not guilty to the indictment in this case. Reads the signed, uh, the filing signed by Donald Trump. Most defendants given the option to waive an arraignment do so according to Brian Tevis, an Atlanta attorney who represents Trump's uh, lawyer, former lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. No, most people don't, but most people that have money and have lawyers and have um, no guilt in this whatsoever, then yes, I would say most people don't. Uh, But people like of my stature and yours and our class, uh, we don't waive arraignments. We actually want to show up and say something. Uh, But Donald Trump has nothing to say. He said everything he needs to say. And I agree with his... um, Decision not to go to the arraignment. So, having said that, I've gotten my share over the years, over the last two years especially, of criticism from a lot of you, and and it's okay, I'm a big boy, I can take it, but I've gotten my share of criticism for what I've said about Brian Kemp. And a lot of people have said to me, you just don't know Brian Kemp. And there's a lot going on behind the scenes that you just don't know and understand. And while I don't live in Georgia, and while I will concede that I don't know a lot of what's going on behind closed doors in Georgia, I do know a pile of human trash when I see one. I do have enough of a gut instinct to tell me that this person is a no-good, subhuman pile of excrement. And that is what I believe Brian Kemp is. When Brian Kemp is faced with an opportunity to show an ounce of integrity and in any capacity, he f- fails every single time. Uphill and downhill, right to left, the man fails. He has zero integrity. So yes, while I don't know the inner workings of politics in Georgia, I do know a loser when I see one. And sometimes losers are very, very deceiving, like Mike Pence. Sometimes you got to wait for them to do and not see. But I know that Brian Kemp is definitely a loser. loser. And I'm going to tell you why. Take a drink. You're going to need it. And I'm not what I appear to be. Brian Kemp has the opportunity under law in Georgia to basically have a very, very big part in removing Fannie Willis 
because of her egregious abuse of power. Not only in how she charged Trump, but what she charged Trump with, especially Kemp knowing that the call that went to the Washington Post from Jordan Fuchs and Brad Raffensperger was 100% doctored and edited, and they never got the real call anyway, or reported the real call anyway. And then when it all unraveled, it was too late, and that's what these charges stem from. Okay, This isn't just a conservative crying that they won't remove this lady. There's actual grounds for it. Brian Kemp made a statement, very, very heavy statement, to you and to me and to people alike who want him to get involved. And he shows you exactly why he is what I said he was. Roll it. Uh, I did want to take just a few minutes to speak to some history that's trying to repeat itself over the last few days here in Georgia. Uh, Many of you will recall that in the final weeks of 2020, I clearly and repeatedly said that I would not be calling a special session of the General Assembly to overturn the 2020 election results because such an action would have been unconstitutional. It was that simple. Fast forward today, nearly three years later, memories are fading fast. There have been calls by one individual in the General Assembly and echoed outside of of these walls by the former president for a special session that would ignore current Georgia law and directly interfere with the proceedings of a separate but equal branch of government. Now, my concerns with the Fulton County District Attorney's handling of this case and the special purpose grand jury have been well documented. We are now seeing what happens when prosecutors move forward with highly charged indictments and trials in the middle of an election. Simply put, it sows distrust and provides easy pickings for those who see the district attorney's action is guided by politics. But let me be clear. We have a law in the state of Georgia that clearly outlines the legal steps that can be taken if constituents believe their local prosecutors are violating their oath by engaging in unethical or illegal behavior. Senate Bill 92. Up to this point, I have not seen any evidence that D.A. Willis's actions or lack thereof warrant action by the Prosecuting Attorney Oversight Commission. But that will ultimately be a decision that the commission will make. Well, there you go. I haven't seen any, he says. I haven't seen any abuse of power. I haven't seen any illegalities. I haven't seen anything wrong with it. But that'll be up to the committee. But I'm not doing anything to overturn the election. Nobody's ever asked you to overturn the results of the election. We've asked you to accurately display the real results of the election. Thank you, Moon0704. Bless our growing family. Use where needed. We are on the riser now. Yes, we are. And we're going to stay there because truth always prevails. And the truth will continue to prevail around Brian Kemp as well. Now, I know we've got our own problems right here in New Hampshire with Chris Sununu. And I know that I cannot talk about another state's governor unless I also talk about mine, which I do. But Georgia, as it relates to a federal election, is a little bit more of a priority than New Hampshire as it relates to a federal election and the corruption that runs deep in both of our governors. This man is a very, very, very bad human being. And may God have mercy on his soul. Now, the man that he will not go to bat for, even though he was endorsed by the man, even though it's the right thing to do because by law, Donald Trump won the election. Everybody knows it. Donald Trump is going to continue to be a good man. Donald Trump is going to continue to be a man of integrity. Donald Trump is set to meet with the Afghan withdrawal gold star families at Bedminster after Biden treated them so poorly. Does everybody remember when the soldiers, the bodies of our soldiers came home from the botched withdrawal in in Afghanistan and Biden literally looked at his watch and was like, when can we get out of here? When can we get out of here? Man, I can't be here. This is a hurry up and get these bodies off the plane. Trump is always, always, even before he was a politician, he always did this for people. 
Joe Biden may not have the time of day, pun intended, to give to families who lost loved ones in the botched withdrawal of Afghanistan. But you can count on President Donald Trump to pay them the attention and the respect that they're due. President Donald Trump will hold a special event at Bedminster, his New Jersey golf club. And ladies and gentlemen, also uh, the uh, GOP representative Mike Waltz of Florida scheduled to meet with some of the Gold Star families who have lost loved ones in the chaotic withdrawal from, uh, from Afghanistan in 2021. Quote, our so-called leader can't even utter their names in public. Not even once, said Mark, Sh- uh, Mark Schmitz, father of a Marine Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, who died in the bombing. Quote, Mr. Biden has run his entire political campaign for 50 years as a family man. That campaign slogan will never work again. We have been seeing what is going on in your own family. And even worse, we've seen how you have been treated, how you have been treating us, said the Gold Star families. Quote, there cannot be anything more cowardly and disgusting with how you treated us, he continued. You are a disgrace to the nation. How many of you feel that same way, regardless of your political affiliation for what he did to our soldiers? Anybody in the world should, everybody in the world should be disgusted with how our soldiers were treated and how we had zero protection for them and we could have taken out that bomber and we didn't. I guarantee you a majority of our audience feels the same way. But Donald Trump will meet with them. Now moving on here quick, and big shout out to Donald Trump, by the way, for that. Regardless, again, I said of, a, of party affiliation, there's uh, Democrats out there who are military families as well. And they need to know what Joe Biden did. More importantly, they need to know how the families feel about what Joe Biden did. Because like I said, there's plenty of still blue dog Democrats out there, independents and Democrat families that are military families that look to the military and their allegiance to the military more than they do politics. We need to make them aware of this stuff. Again, they don't know. Somebody said we're frozen. Are we frozen, Eli? I'll take a minute. It's all right. We'll take a minute. And I know there's people watching on the app. But sometimes this happens. We just we know if we wait about 30 seconds, it'll work itself out. Eli, let them know in the chat just in case they can't hear me. I'll just take a couple drinks of my coffee and we'll smooth everything out. Looks like Rumble having some trouble streaming to the Rumble destination. All right. Yep, we see a lot of people saying you're frozen. Yep. There's not much we can do about that right now. I'm going to give it about 30 seconds before I continue. Okay, we're back. All right, everybody refresh. Eli, can you let them know to refresh in their chats as well? Okay. Now, moving on, folks, there have been there's starting to be a lot more calls for Mitch McConnell. By the way, don't worry, you didn't lose anything. You didn't. uh, Nothing happened. I didn't do any news while we were gone. We went right from Donald Trump actually showing the Afghan Gold Star family uh, some love and some honor and some uh, and some respect that they deserve. And now we're moving on. There's a lot of calls growing for Mitch McConnell to leave after his third now, uh, you know, basically glitch uh, mini stroke is what I think it is. Now, I'm not a doctor, and I can't say for sure if he's having a mini-stroke or if he's not having a mini-stroke. But what I can say for sure is that it doesn't look like he is in a capacity to lead the country in any major decisions, especially when he is a key factor in whether we go to war or not, whether we pass bills into law or not. Looks like we're still experiencing some freezing, but that's okay. We're just going to keep going. So we've got all these calls for him to step down. And I think it's going to happen sooner than later. And here's the reason why. 
because you guys know Senator John Thune. Well, he's a huge Trump hater, number one. You should know that if you don't know that. But Mitch McConnell has known for quite some time that this is going to happen. This is coming. Mitch McConnell's handlers have known for quite some time that this is coming. The Rhino establishment has known for quite some time that this is coming. And now Senator John Thune has been handpicked to replace him. And if you think that Mitch McChina is a Trump hater, I can promise you Senator John Thune is worse. Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell froze up again yesterday during a press conference in Northern Kentucky. Now, this report that I'm reading says it's the second time. It's actually the third. The other time, it wasn't widely reported because he only glitched for about five to six seconds. Still a glitch in my book. Earlier this year, McConnell injured his head in a fall at the old Trump Hotel in D.C., if everybody remembers that. Now, this could be residual effects from that concussion, but I have... I'm pretty sure, ladies and gentlemen, it has something to do with uh, he's just losing it. You know, it's, he's, he's, look, he's getting up there in age. And I'm sure that the concussion has something to do with it. Somebody says it's Trump's fault. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, folks, it's, it's um, you got to understand that John Thune coming in is actually going to be worse. Because the globalists and McConnell and his handlers have handpicked South Dakota Senator John Thune to replace him. And Thune is an ardent, TDS, orange man bad, never Trump loser. Here's what I say. I say that anybody with even the little bit of backbone left in the Senate, and I'll, I'll even put Ted Cruz in there. Because he's got a little bit of a backbone. I'll put Rand Paul in there. He's got a little bit of a backbone. I'll put uh, Hawley in there. People got to band together and they got to use their power, the power of, this, of being a United States senator. And they've got to stop this just handpicking and putting somebody else in place. We've got to stop this. We've got to have people start standing up where it really counts and not worry about losing their spot on a committee or losing their spot, you know, Wherever, it doesn't matter. So many people are so worried about their own, uh, their own careers and their own agendas. We got we to gotta start having senators and congressmen who are willing to jump on the grenade for somebody else. Make sure you, ladies and gentlemen, rumble the video and let's do another round of sharing if we can, please. Now, before we go to our first break, at least one Democrat out there is actually calling out these indictments and these arraignments and the scheduling of these trials for exactly what they are. And I can't believe there's even one. But Representative Ro Khanna, Democrat of California, has become the first Democrat to officially come out and express his concern over the timing of the trial dates for President Trump. Speaking in an interview, he said that it looks really bad for the party There's no way Donald Trump can have a fair fight for the presidency. It's not right. And they should seriously think about how they're going to move forward with these indictments and arraignments. Now, I did not expect that at all coming from a Democrat representative from California. Because I'm just amazed that we have four prosecutors who are Democrats running four cases in four different jurisdictions, says Hewitt. Oh, oh, it's Hewitt that said that, not Rokana, Hewitt. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I misread that. Okay. I guess Jack Smith is one prosecutor doing cases, and that Blue America doesn't seem to understand that Red America thinks that is a complete setup job. Do you understand my concerns about this and how it looks, he says? Look, I talked to obviously Republican colleagues and they feel that the timing of this are far too suspect. I believe that you have to follow the law and some of the conduct here alleged is very, very serious. But you also have to understand how this looks and this definitely seems strategic. I agree. I agree. 
It's about time we get somebody in the Democrat side to say that. Somebody who's an active Democrat, not somebody who is a former Democrat, I should say. <sighs> Just gets weirder and weirder every day. All right, let's go. Let's take our first break. Let's pull up the Rumble chat. I got to see what you guys are saying. I need a little bit of energy here. It's getting late in the day. I need some energy from the LFA family. Let's see. Come, Jesus, come. Amen, says me, Ma Becky. Come, Jesus, come. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. If Rumble is not working, go out to Google, delete your Google history, type in LFATV.us, sign back into the Rumble app, says Amanda Collins. It looks like we're experiencing some problem in Rumble. I understand that. I'm going to keep going. Bad Moon Democrats are truly dedicated idiots. Jeremy, is LFATV going to be at the Trump rally in South Dakota? We're still waiting to be credentialed. I should know more tomorrow. God is on the move, says Melissa. Patriot Rising, let's build a large gallow for all the treasonous scum. Daisy Duke says, Jeremy, you rock. Well, thank you, Daisy Duke. God bless you. Rumble works at my house. Well, let's just keep it going then, shall we? Let's just keep it going. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, actually, we can keep that going by highlighting one of our truly amazing and wonderful partners, and that is OFP Farms, family-owned and operated since 2014. That means they decided to make the plunge into entrepreneurship while Barack Obama was ruling, ru- ruining the country. And if they can grow their business while Barack Hussein Obama is ruining a country, then I think that we can keep them afloat while Joe Biden tries to ruin a country as well. And that's the great thing about this patriot movement is we've all been able to kind of, um, kind of prop each other up. Mike Lindell, look at how many people propped up Mike Lindell's MyPillow. And folks, if there's anybody out there that deserves your business, it is OFP Farms. Benefits of goat milk lotion, soaps, beard oils, deodorants, and more. Vitamins and minerals. Goat milk has vitamins A, B1, B6, B12, C, D, and E. How many of us are are not getting our daily amount of vitamins? All wonderful for nourishing and keeping healthy skin. I can promise you once you put this soap on your body, this lotion on your body, you will go, where's this been my whole life? It happened to me. My whole family uses this. Anti-inflammatory. People who swell up, especially due to season, seasonal change. Goat milk reduces skin inflammation due to its fat protein content. How many people in here have ordered from OFP Farms? And if you're still waiting to order from OFP Farms, then ladies and gentlemen, go to OFPFarms.com, use the promo code LFA15, and get 15% off. Another place that you can go and get 15% off is another one of our valued partners, and that is Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. If you notice, there's something, you know, that we, a pattern between all of our sponsors and all of our partners. And that pattern is, it's got to be something that actually works for you. It's got to be something that's healthy. It's got to be something that's natural. It's got to be a partner that understands that we're trying to get out the truth. And it's got to be somebody that deserves your business. Field of Greens deserves your business. After all this time, I could promise you, Field of Greens deserve your business. So if you're not getting your proper amount of, f- of fruits and vegetables every day, this is a quick way to do it, but it's not a cheap your way out of it way of doing it. One scoop of the ground ingredients into a powder, one bottle of water. We've read you the testimonies on this, on this show many times. It's easy. Fieldofgreens.com. If it's your first time, fieldofgreens.com. LFA will get you a 15% discount. Try it out today. Make sure you get a doctor's opinion afterwards. And I'll guarantee you, just like the one we had the other day, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Okay? All right, folks. Thank you very much. Moving on. The great replacement theory that we have told you for quite some time now that is not a theory. It's actually a great replacement strategy that has turned into a great replacement war. And it's happening right now. Where do you think all of these illegals that have come in under Joe Biden, the tens of millions of them, Where do you think they're all going? Do you think they're all just going to New York City? Do you think they're all just going to Miami? You think they're all going to LA? No, they're coming to you. They're coming to me. FEMA's setting up camps everywhere. I'll be going back up tomorrow and I'll be asking the FEMA people what they say about what they're doing there. 
Because it, if you ask me, I don't understand why FEMA is setting up three to 500 FEMA workers all throughout the country in states that we're getting reports from at least five states right now where they're building these little FEMA encampments with these little single wide trailers. They're up to something. I have to think it has to come with, I think they're going to try to shoot three birds or uh, kill three birds with one stone. You got your COVID, you got your climate, and you've got your illegals. The great replacement theory is no longer a theory. They are now dispersing them throughout the United States and making it legal for them to work and making it illegal for a, for a, uh, a business not to hire them. Bye-bye to the rest of our jobs. But I'm going to tell you how we can do something about it right after this video. Roll it. Just started about 20 minutes ago, and so far there's about 100 people here. Many of them seem to be from labor unions. Look, this is a very unique type of rally sponsored by New York City government. Mayor Eric Adams calling on New Yorkers and business leaders to come out this morning to pressure the Biden administration to give work permits to thousands of migrants in an expedited way. They want to really alleviate the overcrowding at city shelters. The city says the faster they can get migrants working legally, the quicker the 60,000 migrants who are in the overcrowded shelter system can get out. And yesterday, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, she visited the White House. She did not meet with President Biden. Instead, she spoke with the chief, his chief of staff and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas about the migrant crisis here in New York. The White House saying they would help the city identify migrants who are eligible for work permits and reach out to them with texts and emails. I walked out of there with a sense they are committed. I have pressed the White House to find a path so we can get more people working. They are starting tomorrow with a uh, app notification for people who have applied to come into this country under the CBP app. This as the blame game continues. Mayor Eric Adams blames Governor Hochul for not forcing suburban communities to take in migrants. Hochul says the city has been slow to respond. Both are blaming Mayorkas and the Biden administration, which says Congress is at fault for not having a better border plan. What you see right here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is three very incompetent people. Uh, but is that so? Or is it once they start working, they pay taxes? Once they start paying taxes, they have a right to vote. This is what they're, this is the argument. And not just in state, they're going to say federal. Oh, they've been paying federal income tax. We made it so that they could, they could work. We made it so we could tax them. We made it so that they're not only paying state, but they're paying federal tax. Oh, now that they're paying federal tax, they can vote. Oh, you better vote Democrat or we're going to take away your benefits and send you back and make it so you can't work anymore. You see how the process is playing out? Communities and sheriffs, communities and sheriffs, communities and sheriffs, city councils and sheriffs, county commissioners and sheriffs, county commissioners and sheriffs. I don't know how many more times I can say how important it is for us in our communities to either fund, work for, help um, uh, campaign for, or run for these positions ourselves. City council, school board, county commissioner, sheriff. City council, school board, county commissioner, sheriff. Get these people out of your communities. The governor has no say-so. The DAs have no say-so. The attorney generals have no say-so. The Supreme Court has no say-so. Communities govern themselves, period. That's why it's called a republic, a constitutional republic at that city council, school board, county commissioner, sheriff, that right there is how we stop it. If you want to know the reality of the only way we stop our communities and our jobs from being given and being taken over and being literally uh, blackballed out of our own communities so that we can live those four things right there. That's how you do it. And then you can work your way up from there. But those things are right there is how we keep them out of our communities. See, only that if you want, you say, Jeremy, you report on this stuff and you complain about this stuff. If you're not going to give a solution, then you can't be part of the problem by just complaining. Well, that's part of the solution. That's how we do it. I don't know how much more clear I could be than that. The great replacement war is upon us today. And we're short clipping that. Meanwhile, the garbage pail kid of the White House 
is asked about, you know, helping our own people, not trying to give other people jobs, but helping our own people, helping the people through Maui, trying to find the missing children. And what she says is, I don't like your question the way you questioned it. So basically, I'm not going to answer it. Meanwhile, let's keep taking jobs from everybody here and giving them to the great replacement people. And it seems like the hurricane response so far is robust. Did you guys realize that the initial Hawaii wildfire response was not that good? Or is it just easier for people to get help from the White House when the president is not on vacation? So the premise of your question and the way you posed your question, I disagree, just for the record. Cool. Uh, so Nobody cares. if Mop. you talk to, if you were to do your reporting and speak to the governor oh. of Hawaii, the senators uh, of Hawaii, the folks on the ground, they would say that the president reacted in record time when it came to dealing with the wildfires, uh, when it came to dealing and making sure that they got everything that they need on the federal level to deal with what was going on on the ground. Let's not forget there were more than 600 uh, uh, federal employees on the ground already to assist uh, with the wildfires in Maui. So your question is, is wrong, it's flawed <laughs> in many, many ways. And I would, I, would, uh, I would advise you to go speak to the governor and the local and state officials in, in, uh, in Hawaii. I wonder what she would say to uh, kindergarten teachers that tell their students that no question is a stupid question. Your question is flawed. Your question is dead. Your question is dead, and I would advise you to do that. Really? I'd advise you to get your head out of the toilet. Mop. I'd advise you to have gray matter in between your ears. Moron. But then you'd lose your seat in the White House press briefing room. Ooh. I get it. I get it. She, uh, she's... We're coming for you. We're coming for you. So while we're not paying attention to our own citizens, we're not helping them out, we're funding Ukraine and getting them billions and billions of dollars, and now we're going to disperse these great replacement people into our world so they can take away our jobs, and now a new report is out saying that under Biden-omics, 61% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck or barely making it. 61% of the greatest country on earth is barely making it under Joe Biden. I don't care which way you slice this pie. Sooner or later, everybody in this country is going to have to acknowledge this. And if they're eating bugs, living in pods, and told what to do all day, maybe that will be the time in which that they, they uh, admit that. But there you go. Bidenomics, ladies and gentlemen, it does not work. If you have 61% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck, a six-figure income is no longer enough to make it in Joe Biden's America. A staggering 44% of Americans earning $100,000 plus a year are living paycheck to paycheck. And there's people watching right now who barely make $1,000 a month. Show this to the people that say, Biden, Biden, we want Biden. We want a Democrat. Under a Democrat, we always lose, period. That's just, a, that's just the name of the game. Under a Democrat, we always lose. And sooner or later, I've, I've said it a million times, look, I don't know where America's breaking point is, but what I do know is that piece by piece, Americans are getting sick of it. You've already seen what they're doing to those climate crazies that are shutting down highways we have 61% of Americans that are living paycheck to paycheck under Bidenomics. We got all of these great replacement people ready to take our jobs. We're sending all the money we do have to other people. And now we have climate crazies shutting down highways so people can't get to work to make the little bit of money that they do get in order to live in this crazy Bidenomics world. And so people I want to are pissed. No! I want to walk. I want to go to walk.
them at? What the f are they doing? What the f nothing. Y'all couldn't find a better get way. Get the f out of here. Black Y'all couldn't find a better way to protest it. Get out here. Y'all need to go stop all the f***ing. Y'all need to go stop all the f***ing. Y'all need to go stop all the f***ing. I gotta go to f***ing. Don't do anything. Don't break the law. It's going to go from what you see here to something a lot worse really quick when people can't put food in their kids' bellies. When people, look, it's bad enough when people can't pay their bills, but when people can't put a roof over their head or food in their kids' bellies, these people are going to be run over daily. It's coming to a, uh, it's coming to a head really quick, folks. Really quick. Meanwhile, they're pushing and pushing and pushing this Eat bug, live in pods, and 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 everything. Uh, get a, get rid of all fossil fuels. Get rid of all oil. Make energy through the roof. Push you into a 15-minute city. Run everything and say, here, we'll ration what you we think you can have. It's not gonna happen. How many times have I said we're coming for you? But now, now, banks are going to push you towards the electric vehicle because banks are colluding together to stop giving loans. For cars that take gas. <laughs> it's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We are now at the point where a major bank has announced they will stop giving loans for new petrol and diesel cars under the excuse of climate change. <laughs> From 2025... Customers of Bank Australia will no longer get funding to buy new cars that run on fossil fuels, saying, quote, by ceasing car loans for fossil fuel vehicles, we are sending a signal to the Australian market about the rapid acceleration in transition from internal combustion to electric vehicles we expect to see in the next few years, chief impact officer of the largest bank says. You think that's just going to happen over there? <laughs> you think this is going to happen in Australia, mate? Nah, that's coming in. That's coming in next. And you're going to be a victim. Promise. Good day. So, ladies and gentlemen, three ways as we take this next quick timeout, three ways that you can prepare for any and all of this. Maybe it all happens. Maybe it all doesn't. But a lot of it's going to. Three ways to prepare. How many people just lost power right up the East Coast? You think it's the only people up the East Coast with the hurricane that are losing power? No. Fires. Putting out power everywhere. Look at Maui right now. How long are we going to rely on the electric companies? The government to ration electricity to us. I know they're expensive. Some of you won't ever be able to buy them. I can't buy them myself. Some of you can. For those who can, I strongly suggest the Patriot Power Generator 2000X and the Expansion Pack Platinum Upgrade. With this investment of these two things right here, your whole house will always have power. As long as the sun is up. You can even go smaller, and you can get this one, which I have here. Or you can get the even smaller one. But long story short, ladies and gentlemen... There's three different sizes of solar power generators on four Patriots. Not only that, weeks and weeks and weeks, all the way up to a year of supply food. And you can get a discount on all of this stuff by going to four Patriots, the number four Patriots.com, using promo code LFA. It gets you 10% off every single time that you shop there. Another way, if you cannot come out of pocket that much, but you still want some kind of security, then buy a few of these little bad boys from TacRite because these are a lot smaller. They're a lot more compatible. They're a lot more pick up and go. It's 50% off right now if you go to the link in this description. If the description is cut off, then you see the little thing that says show more and show less. Click show more and you'll see the rest of the description. And that's when all of the links will drop down. This thing right here is a pick up and go thing. It's a lot cheaper. It can power your cell phones. It can power your most needed things when you're on the run. And that's for, uh, at 4Patriots and at TacRite, both of them looking out for all of us today. Now, to end the show, Nebraska governor feels the need to put out an executive order, which is, seems preposterous to have to do 
in 2023, but a Nebraska Republican governor issued an executive order ordering the defining of what constitutes male and female sexes. Can you believe we're, we're there, Eli? I thought if you watched that movie Kindergarten Cop back in the day when that little boy said, girls have a vagina, boys have a penis, that that was, you know, that, you know, understood, right? But nope, last night, Nebraska Republican Governor Jim Pillen signed an executive order establishing a woman's bill of rights and defining the biological differences between males and females. The order aims to provide clarity and protection for single-sex spaces and sports. Now, why he did it is great. The fact that we have to do this today is mind-blowing. But a big shout-out to him for doing it. But the fact that we have to do it is freaking mind-blowing. And we let things get out of control, and we're going to have to rein them in. On a better note, Texas Supreme Court allows the law banning gender transition treatments for minors to go into effect. Gotta love that. The Texas Supreme Court is allowing the state law banning gender transition treatments, I call it mutilation for minors, to go into effect Friday, setting Texas up to become the most populous state with restrictions of this type of mutilation or medical treatments. The court did not address whether the law is constitutional, nor did it explain the reasoning, and a full hearing on the matter is expected, according to the AP. The legislation will prevent transgender children, which is not a thing, from being prescribed hormone therapies, puberty blockers, and gender transition surgeries, and children who are already on such medications are required to be weaned off. Do you know what happens if this is appealed and somebody says that it's not constitutional? Give them two fingers and say, take two of these and call me in the morning. It's our state. We're doing what we want. You guys don't follow the law. Why should we? That's what I say. We're getting to that point. We're getting to that point. So ladies and gentlemen, long story short, let's give the Smarty Award of the day to the Texas Supreme Court. Although it should be common sense, Smarty Award to them and the Nebraska governor, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget Will Johnson coming up next here on LFA TV, Culture Wars. But before Will Johnson comes up, I've got to show you the war on free speech again. And at the same time, give you a little laugh. Because it is your friend again, that pimp on a blimp, prime time, Alex Stein. Roll it. We're here to protest with some pilots. What are you guys protesting about? Huh? What are you guys protesting about? Where's our, uh... I got it. I got it. What are you guys protesting about? I got it. Can you please step outside? Can I step outside? What? Why don't you just tell me? I'm touching you to step outside. No, I'm here to protest. I'm, my, I'm, this is not a protest. I'm a pimp on a blimp. I'm primetime 99 outside. No, I'm a member of the media. I want to see what's this all about. Yeah. I am in the media. Google me. Yeah, Google. Google my, Google my name right now. Google my name. I'm primetime 99. Pimp on a blimp. Don't need to be upset. No, look, you're trying to push me. Stop pushing me. I'm allowed to be here. I'm allowed to be here. Is net jetting? Are they flying right now? Are their planes grounded? No, we are actively flying. So you guys are protesting, but y'all are flying? Hello. I'm primetime 99, Alex Stein. I'm Detective Martinez. Oh, hey, Detective. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm just having... I haven't seen you in a bit. I know. I'm just trying to cover the protest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, One of the guys came up and said you were being disruptive. What's going on there? Well, I'm just trying to interview people, and they said, oh, I'm not allowed to stand on the street. Like, they don't want to the street. No, I mean, you're good. Yeah. So they were pushing me and trying to push me off here. And I got it on camera. That's the thing. They're here because they got a First Amendment to come out here. So do I. He just ignored the fact that they were pushing him. As soon as there's a disturbance, that's when the police can come in and get involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm allowed to, you know who I am. You no, know I, I have I a YouTube channel. You know I'm telling this. The, so only, let's not... the only time they call us is in the Now, of course, they don't have rights to put hands on you. Yeah. You don't have rights to put hands on them. And see, Detective, this is the best content. Oh, I'm the Detective Cogby. I love yeah, this. No, I appreciate yeah, you guys coming. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's just, I just want to ask them some questions, and then they don't, they don't deal, they don't understand what it's like to have a combative journalist right. ask some hard yeah. questions. Absolutely. Do us a favor, though. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Welcome to If you wouldn't mind just stepping outside. I will. Okay, I will wait. I mean, this is enough content. It's already too long. But, but detective, you know, it's just crazy, though. I come to a lot of these protests. No, I know. I'm a protester. Isn't that something? He says, they assaulted me. They hit me. Yeah, but here's the thing. They're out here exercising their First Amendment. Right. Uh, what do you think I'm doing? Unbelievable. I wonder how it's going to go for us tomorrow when we 
Roll up on FEMA. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for live from America tonight. I really want to thank you very much. I apologize for whatever technical issues went on with Rumble. But please do not let that stop you from giving us a thumbs up. Do not let that stop you from sharing us out. And do not let that stop you from going and watching Will Johnson next, followed by Drew Hernandez with Based America. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. I love you all.